is by the causeless mercy of Guru and the Vaishnavas, we have received this good fortune of remembering the qualities of our Guru Varga. So those who are written the Shastras, they have spoken about the glories of the devotees in various ways. And to do sadhan, and the best way to do sadhan is is if we go near the devotees and we take the shelter and then how can we be benefited and devotees will make all arrangements for it and they'll make sure that we will not fall also in this path of bhajan they'll make all arrangements at all times By worshipping the devatas, by taking their shelter, and by one will be happy by worshipping them. They'll give you whatever you wish, regardless of whether it is poison or nectar. They don't think about our well-being. Whatever you want, they'll give. But the sadhus are not like this. Sadhus are very compassionate towards the fallen. They know that by this he will not be benefited. Therefore, what he is asking, if I give what he wants, then he will not be benefited. So I should not give. So I should give something by which he will be benefited. Because he is ignorant. And in this way, he has a samanda with Maya. So we will not be benefited by giving him any money. It is desire of anyone this way. They only give what is beneficial for them. Not what they want. They will give what they need. Not something which will last only for one or two days. They will give something which is eternal. This is called Shreya Panta. And the other thing is called Prayapanta. So in this way, the sadhus to attract the jivas of this world, they, they do Katha Kirtanam Bhagavan. They follow his uh, birthday, his appearance. Follow his Ratyatra. They have some various festivals by which the jivas can get this sanskar, this sukriti, which have this mamata, by which they can have this samandagyan. So they make all arrangements for this. What is the main objective? The main objective is anyhow, we shall listen to Bhagavan's glories and honor this Nirgun Mahaprasad, Sri Bhagavan by which they'll be benefited. If one desires what he wants, then he will not give. So then, no deep down. 
and when uh, Prabhupada Sushi Thakur was doing his preaching, then he bought his Parikrama Pati Navdeep Dham Parikrama. At that time, when he started Parikrama, he had to face many obstacles. There was this portrait of Mahaprabhu and Radhakrishna Jewel on an elephant. Then they attacked the people there. It created many disturbances. Started beating the pilgrims, throwing stones. Started torching in many ways. So at that time, they asked. For there was one Jagai Madai. Then he's saying we are all descendants of Jagai Madai. If Mahaprabhu came for Jagai Madai, then he said, Is there any avatar of Mahaprabhu who can also deliver us Jagai Madai? Or so many, not just two. Or else you will not leave. You will not let anyone preach here in Nadiv Dham. You will not let anyone. Even if there are sannyasis, all these things, we don't care. So at that time, there was this so much disturbance there. That time, Paramgurudev he opened this ashram there in Navdeep Dham. This is Devananda Gaudiyamat. Bhakti Raksha Sridhar Maharaj also opened his temple. Bhakti Shrub Siddhanti Maharaj also opened his temple in Navdeep, not Mayapur. So at time during the Yatra, Param Guruji, he started this Jagannathra Yatra there in Navdeep. Very big street, so beginning from Devananda Gaudiyaman, we'll go until the banks of the Ganga, where the boats would go from Navdeep to Mayapur until this ghat, the chariot would go. And then this chariot would return again to Devananda Gaudiyamat. Kata Kirtan would take place on the ghat. Some Kirtan would take place in the morning. Then by the evening, this chariot would return. Say this Kata would take place there. So that time, how Jagannath is so merciful, all this Tata was discussed. How the bhaktas serve, the fruit of all these things, the acharyas, there, they should do kirtan of all these things. And slowly, in Navadip Dham, Jati Gosais, the Babajis, and all the Abhasampradayas, they slowly, even, even though they tried stopping, still no one could be stopped. So Devananda Gaudiyamat started preaching so much. And the four five Gaudiyamats also opened there. So they'd go house to house every day to do Madhuguri. And so they also started coming to the temple, listen to Harikatha. And Paramgurujev uh, entered the Talila at that time. There was a, there was a scholar. What did he do? He wrote an article. And then uh, he started preaching everywhere. 
tells us in this article in Devananda Gaudi that Yatra should not take place. And now the, because this Ratyatra takes place to bring Bhagawan from Kurukshetra to Braj. This is the Bhav Ratyatra. The Brajavasis, they make Krishna and Siddhamachari take him and they bring him from there to Bindavan. Where, is, where will they take him? In Navadip. What sort of rule is this? This is Vibram Bhakshetra. What is Sambhokshetra? What is this? <coughs> they say they attacked in various ways. The Ratyatra should not take place. Ratyatra should not take place in Vrindavan also. No, the so they say these articles were sent everywhere at that time. And then Trikram Maharaj and Srilabhaman Goswami Maharaj, they gave this responsibility to go to them. You should answer. At that time, Gurudev will offering them respect. He said, if Ratyatra, if Jagannath cannot enter here in Navadip, in Ratyatra, Bhagavan is not respected here. Now the Apishavayatra procession is not carried out here. In Navadip, then this is the quality of Vaishnavata, of Dharma. Is this the identification? of Dharma and Vaishnavata because near Mayapur there is a place called Rajapur there there was a Brahmin he by his karmas his, his body become afflicted by leprosy someone took him and just threw him on the banks of the Ganga his hands and legs had melted no one would touch him because foul smell was coming from him and he would not die also. Anyone would come would throw some food at him. And he didn't have hands to eat. So how would he eat? How could he drink water? At that time he heard that many Tirthyatris, they go to Jagannathra And after Mahaprabhu Sanyas, lakhs of people would go walking all the way from Mangal to Jagannathpuri for the Ratyatra to observe this Chaturmasa festival. And we say they'd spend Chaturmasa with Mahaprabhu, observe Kathakirtan, follow Karthik Vrat and then return. So then this Brahman, because of his karmas, dushkarmas, and people would say bad things about him, so many things. No, also he had done many things in his life. So then, when he heard everyone was going there, to the Ratyatra festival, then he prayed to everyone. He said, no, I have no hands and legs. But at least pray to Jagannath on my behalf. That if anyone returns, then bring me some Jagannath Shunamrit. The same. He had heard about Jagannath's glories before, he did not have faith. When he had Jagannath Mahaprasad, he would not accept it. Neither would he respect the Bhaktas, 
he had his pride. He was very arrogant. He was sitting. So then what happened? Uh, now this body be very proud and just see his body melted. So the time he became surrendered, he started praying to Jagannath. Then what happened? Jagannath himself. On the occasion of the Rathiyatra festival, during this Navakali war, he, the place where the old ladies are given samadhi, and this way, when these new deities are then placed, this way the Parvarama is changed from the old deity to the new deity. This way, Jagannathji, what did he do? From the ocean, normally, where the Ganga meets the ocean. But then, what did he do? Anyhow, he swam across from Ganga Sagar to Navadip. And where this Brahmin was present, he gave darshan to this Brahmin. After this, uh, Navakalevar ceremony was performed. And now, he, uh, he said, even if I cannot, he said, even if I cannot stand, still I'll enter the water with Jagannath. And as he was entering inside the water, then Jagannath, he was, Jagannath was going, he was going deeper and deeper. He was, and then he was also going deeper and deeper along with Jagannath. Jagannath had swam the opposite direction from Ganga Sagar to Navadip, rather than going towards Ganga Sagar. So then because of the touch of Ganga Devi, so the Shannamrit fell on the Brahmin. So he was, he was drinking this water of the Ganga and he was shouting Jagannath, Jagannath. And then as he touched Jagannath, and what happened? When he touched Jagannath, his hands, his legs, they all appeared. No, he had no disease. No, he was completely healthy. No. And he took Jagannath on his lap. And then he... Just a little ahead of Mayapur. That is in place, Simantani Devi's place. The Simantadweep, Simantapur. There is Shutakur, he is present there. The Simantani Devi, who is she? Parvati Devi, she had. Uh, she took the foot dust of Bhagawan and she put it on the parting of her hair. Like how in uh, Indian ladies they put this Sindur on the parting of her hair. So therefore she put this uh, foot dust of Mahaprabhu's foot dust on the parting of her hair. Before since then she was known as Simantini Devi. So Shri Thakur said, now you'll always be happy. Because you have accepted this foot dust of Mahaprabhu and put it on your head. And this say, this Brahmin, this Brahmin, this Gangopadhyay, he brought Jagannath there. And then, and then, he kept uh, Jagannath there and started doing his puja in this forest of Simantani Devi. At that time, the kingdom of Balal Sen was nearby. This Lakshman Sen. So, this Brahmin, before, he used to criticize people so much. Criticizing, criticizing, he got leprosy. He was dying so much 
Pana Jagannath himself has come and given him darshan. He's given him his mercy. And they have taken him. He's worshipping Jagannath in the forest. So the king was very surprised. But the king, he sent his ministers. And they saw that he was not just a Brahmin. He was very effulgent now. looked like a god. And he was collecting all these roots, flowers. Serving Jagannath 24 hours a day. And the devotees would come into Kirtan. In front of Jagannath. All the Navdivasis, they all would come. To serve Jagannath. They would bring gifts, everything. The king made a very nice temple. He put cows there, sevaks, everything. They say the seva was continuing since many days, since Mahaprabhu's time. And they say Swami Prabhupada, when he came to Mayapur, then in Naudiv, he said that uh, Swami Maharaj's desire were all these pastime places. In Braj, Navadip, Jagannath Puri, they all be refurbished, they all be uh, redeveloped. So he made a trust, this Navadip Mayapur trust. He made sure that all the money would be used for the redevelopment of these places. And he gave that place Rajapur, that's name, not Simanta Devi. There's a nice temple there, Simantani Devi, and there's a nice place for Shiv Thakur. And there, Shivji is present there on a hill. No one can disturb him there. And Simanti Devi is at a distance. And sometimes she goes to Shiv Thakur and she does Kirtan. And no one disturbs them because he's absorbed in his bhajan. He doesn't, she doesn't disturb him also. And so there, seeing the Jagannath has come there, Shiv Thakur came out of his cave and he started dancing ecstatically. He called the entire world and they all started dancing in front of Chikannath. And the king, he saw that this place is non-different from Vaikuntha. So beautiful this place is. Chikannath is so beautiful. And Boga is being offered to him. Shringar is being done. And the most surprising thing is, seeing this Brahmin, this Brahmin had Devi Swarup now. So the Raja, he, he would celebrate all the festivals of Jagannath. And then in due course of time, Swami Maharaj has received the seva. Now Iskan is doing very nice seva there. If you can go over there, you can see for yourself. They have such a nice flower garden there. Fruit garden, they offer so many different types of boga, arti, kirtan, harikata. Now they are doing very nice seva there. So our uh, Paramguru Maharaj, he saw that those, those Kaliyuga Brahmin, you see sometimes in Kaliyuga, Rakshasas are born as Brahmins. All those demons who, of Raman who were killed by Ram, they were asked, how will they be delivered? They will be delivered only when they oppose Bhagwan, But they opposed Bhaktas, which was, which was far more worse. So therefore, they all appear as Brahmins in Kali And they'll do all sorts of uh, bad things. Eating meat, drinking liquor. Why? Because 
surgeons they'll do sadhan those are well good natured good natured so unless there's fear one will not do sadhan bhajan so when these brahmins will disturb people so much then they'll automatically do bhajan sadhan like we see the brahmins we see ravan's followers they used to insult vibhishan so much beat him they criticize him so much so ravan he asked vibhishan why do you chant ram who is this ram I'm chanting Ram and Ram Ram means Ravan Ma means Mandodari therefore I'm di- I'm doing bhajan to both of you this is the meaning of Ram then Ravani embraced Vibhishan no I will not say anything to you you're doing my bhajan you're worshiping me so you're worshiping me and Mandodari therefore you're chanting Rama you say it always chant Ram he said now you do Ram Ram everywhere no problem but don't worship anyone else you should know that i am the param devata of all devatas i am parameshwar i am parabrahma there is no one greater than me say obibishan said all right but you see how when hanuman came there ravan he bound hanuman his son bound meghnath is brahmastra said so don't kill him this way it set his tail on fire and say when the tail became very long and this has the wrapping his tail in cloth and putting oil so much oil that he used millions of liters of oil and then when they set his tail on fire this is just he's going to die still he's laughing is very uh, very astonishing monkey they were thinking and what he do he started moving his tail in a circle He said, and then it burnt all of Lankar's ashes with that very tail that that set fire on. Now they were thinking, what should we do? Should we attack Hanuman or should we douse this fire, extinguish this fire? It was raging in Lanka. He he burnt every part of Lankar's ashes. At that time, by Ram's darshan, by Sita's darshan, they were still not delivered. They'd still be born as Brahmins in Kali Yuga. Therefore, they will uh, never be the well-wishers of anyone. We're creating so many disturbances. So in Mayapur, Maharaj saw that the king has made a very nice temple. But the Brahmin, by Jagannath's mercy, became very pure-hearted. and uh, since then jagannath seva puja is going on suparam guru dev says except for jagannath who is there to deliver such miscreants such wicked people mahaprabhu he took sanyas and left now the mahapur saying uh, because the brahmins wanted to beat mahaprabhu and then when he returned to kulia then many of some of the brahmins they were delivered but many of them were still not delivered therefore parmudev ne started this ratha yatra that hai this ratha yatra started se katha kirtan prasad distributed to so many people so many would be benefited so in parmudev left then they said this ratha yatra should not be done in navdeep so they they start attacking so much 
And Gurudev, he answered. If you read Paramgurudev's biography, this Gaudiya Patrika, this Bhagavad Patrika, then you can read Mahang Gurudev's reply. Then when he gave his reply, there was, uh, there was a big commotion. When they start fasting, the other party, but still they could not do anything. That time the Ratyatara increased even more, thousand times more. Then the Ratyatara, all of Navadip came there. Even those who didn't know what this Ratyatara was, even they started coming for this festival. So Bhagavan Jagannath is so merciful. Once, Swami Maharaj Yoni Jagannath Puri, there is a rule that There's a rule there. Once one crosses the ocean, then he can never have darshan of Jagannath. Even if any of the sevaks of Jagannath cross the ocean and leave, then even the sevaks of Jagannath cannot come inside of Jagannath. So they told Swami Maharaj, you cannot enter inside. So Swami Maharaj said, I have not come to see Jagannath. I have come to take Jagannath away from you. I'm taking Jagannath away from here, no, he said. Let's see how you keep him here. And what did he do? The entire world, this Rathyatra festival is taking place. So, dancing, singing in front of Jagannath. Uh, everyone is attracted by his Rathyatra. And by this Jagannath Mahaprasad, he satisfied everyone. He, he, what did he do? Not just his Atma Gyan or Sarup Siddhi, he gave him direct service. So Maharaj, you would say, if any sadhak wants to do sadhana in this world, then first of all, he should do Harikirtan. Along with Sankirtan, but you should bring Bhagwan. This Procession should take place, this Ratyatra with Kirtan. They say anyone who sees him, Jagannath, everyone will be pure. So they say anyone who comes in front of Bhagawan, we cannot see Bhagawan by our eyes, but Bhagawan's eyes are very big and he's looking at us. We can't come in front of him. If his glance just falls on us, then no need for it, no need of anything. Automatically we are delivered. So Maharaj said, just see, today is Bhagavan's Radhyatra, this is Yatra. Bhagavan, he gives everyone darshan. Bhagavan is saying, who is coming in front of me? Who is coming to pull me on the chariot? So once, when there was Radhyatra going on, the time everyone was either offering gifts, doing arati, offering pranams, offering fruits and flowers. And when the Radhyatra would proceed, they take the dust of the chariot, roll in the dust. Everyone was so happy. There, there was an old lady. She said, oh, this huge chariot is coming. Then she said, I have nothing. What can I possibly give? She didn't have even um, one proper cloth to wear. 
And here she covered her covered her body, and then there in the shade of a tree, she stood somewhere on the side. When Jagannath sees us so big, he sees everyone. It seems that he is only looking at me. Anyone who sees him thinks Jagannath is only looking at him or her. If you look at any picture, any angle you look at, from any angle of vision, you can see that this photo is only looking at you. And anywhere you're going, you'll see all oh, these pictures looking at me. This way, anywhere you go, just keep it somewhere in a room. You can see. You'll feel that this photo is only looking at you. So wherever you're going, Jagannath will follow you. Wherever you go, he'll follow you. So this old lady, she said, I have nothing. What can I possibly give? So then she tore a piece of a cloth. Because all her cloth was tattered. And you know, she tore a piece of it and she offered Arati to Jagannath. She said, Prabhu, I have nothing except this torn piece of cloth. So this is for you. And she offered a key lamp out of the cloth. Then Bhagavan accepted her Arati. Then Bhagavan said, you will never have any shortage of cloth your entire life. Therefore, to prove his words true, what did Prabhu do? He, when Draupadi, the old lady, she was born as Draupadi next life. She was Yagyaseni, born from the Sikya. Just see how uh, they said, no, we'll make you naked. Duryodhan Dushasan, they said. What Prabhu said, you'll never have any shortage. So therefore, if Prabhu would not fulfill his promise, then no one would believe in him. If you do even a little seva, he'll think of it as great seva. She just on a piece of a cloth. Say, Prabhu, he gave so much cloth that it seemed there was a huge mountain of cloth. Everyone was drowning in the cloth. It seemed all of Hastinapur would go inside the cloth. And Dushasan, he was pulling, pulling, and his hands became very tired then. You could no longer pull anymore. <laughs> so Prabhu is saying, Oh Draupadi, do you remember? When my Ratyatra was going on, everyone was giving me something on the other. And you were an old lady and you gave me a piece of cloth. And now just see what I've given you now in return. Now are you happy? And so just see, by the touch of the cloth, anyone who saw the cloth, and by the influence of the presence of the cloth, all the demons there, they were become very scared. The time Bhishma Pitamai said, now there will be a Mahapralaya and everyone will be destroyed. Now. Everything will be destroyed. This is bound to happen. And Gandhari, she came running. And she said, she said, oh daughter-in-law, I am I'm pleading to you with folded hands. Don't curse this dynasty. This dynasty will be destroyed. So, you have been born from this Yagya. What is that? Whatever is going to happen is bound to happen. So don't curse anyone. But the Rupi said, already I have made a promise in my mind. In my mind. So that time, she said, this is bound to happen. The destruction of this dynasty. Then Gandharashi chastised Duryodhan that you see she's a sister-in-law of your elder brother. She's like your mother. So will you want, will you also strip me naked and see me naked as well? 
Now you're no longer my son. So since that day, Gandhari actually renounced him. So the time Gandhari had requested Draupadi so much, don't curse them. But then actually Draupadi had already made a sankalpa that this dynasty will be destroyed. This Kuru dynasty. Then after that you see everyone was killed in the Mahabharata. No one was there even to offer a lamp for them. You see, how long will demons be powerful? One day all their power will be gone. So wherever Prabhu goes in this Goshatra, wherever he looks at, wherever his glance falls, then that place becomes very auspicious. He never forgets even the smallest of services. One renders life after life. He'll never forget. For that soul. Therefore, when he comes out, like you see in the Ratyatra Jagannath Puri, all the Muslims, locust people, all the cobblers, they all come and have Darshan Jagannath. They offer Aarti, they offer Bhogal. And anyone who's sick, they even offer tablets to him. Here, Jagannath, you accept these tablets. You accept this medicine and make me healthy. So, Jagannath says, Alright, I'll make you healthy. But you should not trouble others. Will you promise? And he said, Yes. Will you remain peaceful? But those who are arrogant, they'll never be peaceful at heart. So Prabhu this way, he changes the hearts of such demons. So wherever the Yatra takes place, there everything's be- everything becomes beautiful in all ways. And that place where Ratyatra doesn't take place, that country where Ratyatra doesn't take place, that country or that place is like a crematorium where only this fire is raging. This Ratha is there also Ratyatra is formed. What kind of Ratyatra? Where dead bodies are carried on chariots. In such places where Kirtan is not done, Harikatha is not spoken, where Boga is not offered to Bhagavan. Such places are like crematoriums. You say lakhs of people started observing this Ratyatra and Navdeep. No, you go there, there's no one to offer. No one does any opposition there, no. So then Maharaj again. Now the recent Ratyata took place in Navdeep. They called all the sadhus from Shetramandal, Brajmandal, Gaudamandal, everyone. And they observed Ratyata. So Vaman Krishna Maharaj, he said, in Jagannath Puri, they observe Ratyatra. And our Guru Maharaj, he started Ratyatra here. And now the so Vaman Maharaj said, You ask Jagannath, if he's happy, we'll go to Puri. And if he's happy here, then we'll observe Ratyatra here. What should we do? We ask him. Previously, some of the Brahmachari sannyasis would uh, go to Jagannath Puri. And then this way, they start observing Ratyatra there now the on the same day as Ratyatra there. They would go, observe this Gundicha Mandir Marjan and immediately come back to Navadip to observe the Ratyatra there. And sometimes they would go to observe the Ulta Ratyatra in Puri. But the Ratyatra Navadip, they would never miss. They would always be there. And this way the other disciples of Prabhupada would also come there and do Ratyatra. They would speak Harikatha. And even now in Mayapur, they observe Ratyatra from Jogpit. And even from the Jagannath Mandir in Rajpur, the devotees in Iskand, they observe this as too. They say, Navadipam, so many different devotees are observing Ratyatra. Because Bhagavan's desire that if I don't give darshan, if I, uh, there's no other way to deliver these jivas.
Jeevas will not come to me, so I myself will go and deliver them. They will not come, so I will sit on my charity and go to them. Bhagavan Jagannath, he makes all arrangements. What will he do? Anything. He's possible. He can do that which is possible and impossible. He can make the impossible possible. He knows what to do. So they say, when this situation was not pacified, even then Ratayatra started. So many Kirtan bodies came. The time Jagannath this time, he called all the Pandit Brahmins. The Sanyasi did not call anyone. Jagannath himself called them. Then they all came with his Sasti Vachan, Mangal Vachan, of Siddhi Jagannath. In this way, it seemed they are all Vaikuntha Tutas, messengers of Vaikuntha, Devatas. So, Satyatra was celebrated very nicely. And even now it's going on in Navadip. Rathyatra was done there and then so Param Gurudev had given him this place in Mathura so then Gurudev returned from Navadip to Mathura at the time in Vrindavan they would not observe this full Kumbh Mela it was of the half Kumbh Mela so during this Kumbh Mela all the sadhus, santas this Mahamandaleshwarati, Rati Maharati, Nagas they all come for Kumbh Mela So says his invitation came to Maharaj that you also please come to this Arthakumamela with all the devotees. Nukatha Kirtan of Mahaprasad. They say there'd be big festivals. All the sadhus would come from all the Char Sampradayas. Ramdas Shastri, Gaurakshar Shastri. Kishoridas Babaji Maharaj, Vanmalidas Shastri. All these scholars, brilliant scholars, they would come. They would all come. So that time, they requested that all the Acharyas of all the Sampradayas, they should all come. Like the Acharya Ramanaji Sampradaya in Barkachar. Krishna Swami Sampadai, Tattavadi, Madhvachari Sampadai, Gaudi Sampadai, all the main acharyas from all the Sampadais, they were all invited to come. Then it is Kumbha Mela, then this nectar is distributed. Where there are no sadhus? Then how is that place, Tirtha? There is only a speculation of the mind to go to places on the pretext of visiting pilgrimage places when there are no sadhus. Because then Bhagwan is also not there in such place. Wherever the Bhaktas are, Bhagwan is also there. Amrita is distributed there. Where the footage of the Bhaktas is present. So in this way, after this meeting was done, all the big acharyas, they were called. And they were very happy. And then how were they received? Some came to the railway station to receive them. And they say all the devotees would be doing kirtan in different charities, chariots are made. And say along with Sankirtan they were brought to Vrindavan. 
At that time, there won't be Komala there. At that time, Komala was not in Keshigat. It was in Varagat, near Sun Rock. This old Chirgat. It would be from Kaliyada. That was a very old place there. So there, the Sadat Komala would be observed. Not in Keshigat. At that time, everyone had their own tents. Shramaraja Sampadaya, Nimbarka, Sampadaya, Vishnu Swami, Gaudi Sampadaya, Madhacharya Sampadaya, Shankaracharya, all the... All them had their own camps and all the acharyas would come. And so they were received so nicely. Flowers would be showered and then Kirtan was done. At the time if any had captured this on video, then you could have realized how they were all doing Kirtan ecstatically, how the sadhus were received. There was not, now the, that time there was so much water in the Yamuna because there was no dam there in Delhi. So all the water from the Yamuna would come, very clean, sweet water, and this Yamuna would come. Because this Taj Mahal is on the banks of the Yamuna, but now you see there's no nothing, no water in the Yamuna now. There's Bail one on one side, there's Vindavan. And this way, there'd be big assemblies, and there'd be a big stage, 20 feet high, where all the acharyas from all the sampradas would sit. And this way, one sampradaya would speak on one day, and then say, Abhishek would be done on Krishna. Shankaracharya has four months, and all four months Krishna's worship. This Gaurdhan Mat, Joshi Mat, Sadha Mat, that Krishna's worship in all the four temples, and the Vigra of Krishna is also present there. And so they worship Krishna, Madhacharya Sampadaya, Fulukupal, Vishnu Sampadaya, Vishnu Swami Sampadaya also worship Bhagavan, even Nimbaditya they worship Krishna, and Amaraji Sampadaya they worship Lakshmi Narayan. But when they all came here, they became very happy. And they started speaking Harikatha. And uh, not to attack, criticize anyone, no. They spoke the impartial, they spoke in a very impartial way. Glorifying Bhagavan, such nectar was distributed. And it seemed that entire Rajmandal was infused with newer and newer potency. Rajayana, Bhavas, Radhakun, Gorda, Nandaga, Obersana, they all came. So after Katha Kirtan, there was a, they would all sit down and together they would discuss. Very astonishing sight to behold. This would go on 15 days. At the time, some devotees from Mathura, the Shergard, Kelan one, they all came to Mathura and they told Gurudeva Maharaj, we have a Dharmshala which is 300 years old, you should take it. So Maharaj said, we are sadhus, what will we do with such property? We have come to Tupachan, not get entangled in, in such property. See, Vamandev asked for three steps of land, but I am thinking only one step of land is enough for me. What will we do with three steps of land? Why do we need all these mat mandirs? Gurudev has given already one mat, one temple. This is more than enough. And following, we will follow this order of our Guru Maharaj. So what will I do with this Dharmshala? 
when Parangra's desire was that we should have a place in Vrindavan. Because Mathura is Mathura, Vrindavan also should have a place. He said, all right, let me think about it. They said, all right, you'll have to give it, then you have to register in our society's name. But then what if you sell it away? What if I do everything and what if, and Gurudev said, even if I build a temple there, what if you chase me away? See, they'll call sadhus, and when the temple is developed, and when people start coming, they'll chase the sadhu away. And then they'll continue the temple. Because they don't have this desire to build. So they'll make, they'll make the sadhus build it and they'll chase the sadhus away. So then, there was a big assembly where the trustees sat down. And then, and then they say, 19 people, they went and registered the name. Registered the Dharmshala in the society's name. This was in 1984. The time, to register that, there were only 13 rupees. 13 rupees was needed to register the temple. Then five generations of Pujaris were staying in that place. Gurudev said, let me go see. So he bought all the devotees, doing Kirtan to that place. And as soon as they entered inside, all these pujaris, they went to the police station to bought the police. And the gundas came, saying, oh, these babas, they're troubling us, they're, they're doing teasing us. And we see, and then they pointed the sannyas dandas that Gurudev and sannyas is bought. And they said, they told the police, see, they use these dandas to beat us. They told the police they used these sannyas dandas to beat us. They just see so many things they started saying, complaining. But they didn't know that if you poke, they didn't know if, that if you poke at a bee nest, what will happen? The bees will come and bite you. This they didn't know. So they said they were poking at this beehive. Because you see a beehive, it's very big. And the bees are very big. So if you just poke at this beehive, even a little, then what will happen? Then on this, and then all the swarm, the entire swarm of bees, Will will bite you. Even if you go jump into the river, they'll come and they'll bite you. And the, and the sting, when they sting you, the sting, the pain of that sting, you'll never forget your entire life. When you're stung in such a way. Huh? So they say they thought that we'll do whatever we want, but actually they're poking at this beehive. They went to the police station. They were saying so many things. They say there's no need to fight with Maharaj. Someone said, told, spoke some good sense into them. Go and make a settlement. So then, the time seeing Maharaj, all the police also went away because they had very high regard about Maharaj. And then they fell at the feet of Maharaj and said, Oh Maharaj, where will we go now? We have no place. You make some arrangement for us. And Maharaj said, You see, I'm a beggar. Rather than he called us here to Vrindavan, so we came. So if she gave us a place, we're accepting this place. You see, we don't have any money, nothing. All of you, 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 you are like monkeys. You know how to steal from others, but we are, we don't know how to steal from others. We only accept little madhukari and we maintain ourselves. So that time, Gurudev, we had many devotees in Mathura. So Gurudev, we never took anything from anyone in Mathura. So then they said, Maharaj, this Mahishwari family, this Dharmshala has come. They have given you this building. So we'll redevelop this place. And Gurudev said, all right, you redevelop it. And then they got 200, they took some 200 square feet of land from the temple. They made some rooms there. 
separate bathroom, kitchen. They made a nice boundary and they gave it to the pujaris. Here, you can stay here. And then when they left, and then there were some people who were giving rent, 30, 30 pesa, 40 pesa, very less rent. So then they're also not being given any money. So then Gurudev also requested these people to leave. Because in Vrindavan before there was no sweet water anywhere except Rupa Sanatan Gaudiyamant. Because there was a huge well there and everyone would draw water from that well. At that time also Yamuna Gali, Mangali, Kunj Gali. This Rupa Sanatan Gaudiyamant is in the middle of all these gullies. Seva Kunj is right there. So who will want to leave this place? So then anyhow Matravalas, then they gave 500 rupees, 1000 rupees, 5000 rupees and they sent all them away, all these tenants. And now the time came to refurbish this place, redevelop. So then thinking how to build this temple. They need more money. So then this news went to my Guru Maharaj. My Guru Maharaj gave 5000 rupees. And Antirikram Maharaj heard, what did he do? He went, he, although he was 70 years old, 65, 70 years old, he said, Maharaj, I have one solution. He would go Bhiksha on a cycle. He would go all the way from Kolkata, 60, 70 kilometers, he'd go cycling. And then he'd go morning Bhiksha, and then someone give 25 paisa, 10 paisa, 1 rupee. And this way, anyhow, would maintain the temple. And whatever money he'd save, he'd either give to Gurudev or Vaman Gushai Maharaj. But every day he'd do Bhiksha. Did on 3 o'clock. In the afternoon, his glories are unlimited. So he said, Maharaj, I have one thing. What is that? He said, Maharaj, when I was in, in my childhood, they forcibly married me. So then, what would my wife say from the previous ashram? She said, if you'll be a sadhu, I'll also become a sadhu. When I came to Devananda Gaudiyaman, she also came running behind me. And she said, I'll fast until death if you don't come back with me. Then she said, I'll set myself on fire. Then Trikramara said, all right, you put kerosene on yourself, I'll bring the matchstick and I'll set you on fire. But he said, now I've become a sadhu, I'll never return. She said, I, I, I live and die now. Then he said, all right, put kerosene on yourself, I'll put this, I'll light your body on fire. So this way, anyhow, for one month, she went and hid under the bed. And Mara just stayed outside. Then anyhow, her relatives came and took her back home. But she didn't stay for long. She she died after that. She cannot tolerate the separation. So in her name, there was gold, there was jewelry, because she was from a rich family. Also, Trikramaraj was from a rich family. Trikramaraj's family, they liked Ramakrishna mission. They didn't like the Gaudiyamat. They were very angry at the Gaudiyamat that you took her son away. So then, Trikramaraj said that the jewelry is still in the bank. That was during the British rule. And now India had already attained independence. So Trikramaraji went to the bank and told them to give this jewelry. Then they said, you are a sannyasi, where did this wife come from? Then Trikramaraji, he told the manager, where did your wife come from? And then he said, everything's fine, give it to me. He said, said, who has the key to this locker? Then he said, who has this locker? Every day he'd go to the bank and he'd start creating so much disturbance there. Because by then his parents, grandfather had already died, but his brothers were still alive. And so, uh, they were staying near Bandel Junction. Even now they have these big gardens, mango gardens, they have factory, very affluent family, Trikramar's family, very wealthy. So they said, Maharaj, I will give you something, don't worry. 
Don't create any disturbance. But no one would come in front of him. They were very scared. So don't worry, we'll give you. He said, no, I only want that, that jewelry. So the bank people were thinking what to do. And finally, they gave this key. And they opened this locker. This way, all the gold. At the time when marriages would take place, they'd so much, reduce so much wealth. So I knew Trikramachi took all the wealth away. And he gave it to Gurudev. Gurudev said, just see what kind of sadhu he is. 70 years old. Still anyhow he fought with the bank employees and he bought this for the service of the temple, maintenance of the temple. Then Trikramachi fought again with his family. He said, where is my share of my property? I won't let you live unless you give me my share. So that time they said, when, you, when father was alive, he didn't come. That time you used to hate us so much. Now why in your old age you are again coming here? So then Trikramaraj had a younger brother. So his younger brother had one son. Once he had fever. He was supposed to write his final exam. Because in Bengal, there's a entrance exam test. And once you pass that test, the, then you pass final test. So then he got typhoid. He could not write the test. So then he said, I have to write this test again. Or else I'll lose one year of my education. So what did he do? They didn't give him permission to write again. So he left home. So they said they looking for him so much. Then after one month they saw he had hung himself in that mango orchard, the mango garden. And there they saw he had hung himself high actually. And uh, they were seeing that vultures and cow crows were eating his body. So then they were thinking, what has happened to our son? Then Trikramaraji came and he said, just see what happened. Just see, you didn't give anything for Bhagwan Seva. No, see, how he's dead. Now you'll also die in the same way. Trikramaraji, even though such a tragedy happened, he was very strong with them. So if you don't serve Matwasis, if you don't serve Bhagwan, Mat, then this is what will happen. So then this younger brother, Autumn, he was very sad. His son had died and he had so much wealth. So then he came to Maharaj and he said, Take whatever you want. At least he should not curse us. Just tell him not to curse us. At least maybe be peaceful and happy now at least. Or else Trikram Maharaj, once he'll curse us, then we'll all be burned to ashes. So they requested Maharaj. So then they took Harinam from Maharaj, his, his brothers, sisters, they all took. And the time Gurudev would not give Harinam Diksha. But still, anyhow, they took, anyhow, he gave them mala. Said, you chant Harinam, follow Ekadashi, and you'll be benefited. Now they say, anyhow, the son has died. What will they do with the property? Then they gave some property to the temple. So then, before that place is called Maheshwari Dhamshala. So they asked Bhaman Goswami Maharaj, we should make one nice temple, name this temple. That time there was no place in remembrance of Rup Sanatan. They said, all right, we'll name this place Rup Sanatan Godiamut. That time when they said this name Rup Sanatan Godiamut, there was so much commotion there. That time no one knew where Sanatan Goswami was, where Rupa Goswami Samadhi was. No one would visit these places. But then they started opposing this so much. This is their desire. This is Rup Sanatan Godiamut. This is the place of Rup and Sanatan Goswami. So what would they do at that time? What happened? So then Guru Gurudev he told me 
and now we'll have to redevelop this place then he told me you go to Calcutta Chalpaiguri Darjeeling and all these places and do some collection so do you go there so then wherever I went because of by Gurudev's blessings they gave so much money they gave me their gold chain rings whatever they had they gave for the construction of the temple they gave me so much money then I was saying how can I bring everything back alone I was all alone bring so much money I got at that time in collection I made 80,000 rupees 1 lakh I was saying how can I bring because the dockets everywhere thieves I bought one big sack and then I bought this big sack with puffed rice and then I I hid all the money within this puffed rice then I sat in the general compartment and I put this sack full of puffed rice inside the train and they say I sat there and the time this uh, I covered this this sack with all dirty clothes so this sack started smelling so much also and no one would come near and I also took this puffed rice and I used to eat it when I used to become hungry I used to eat this puffed rice from this bag and then anyhow I bought this puffed rice on my head took this sack of puffed rice on my head then Gurudevi saw me I was wearing all dirty cloth very dirty cloth and it become very black so then he said who is this ghost who has come and, uh, because there were no one would steal from me therefore I did this so then I bought one big sack of puffed rice and I gave this sack of puffed rice to Gurudev and he said let me go change my clothes and come and then when I opened this sack of puffed rice then Gurudev said, where did you get all this gold from, this money from? And Gurudev, he gave me so many blessings. And slowly Rupsanathan Sanathan was built. At the time, there'd be some, and then whoever go on Darshan, Gurudev would tell me, go take them on Darshan. Don't take any money from them. Just go and take them on Darshan. So then first I'd bring them to, I'd bring them to all these different places. So this way, I take them on darshans. So then I took them finally to Rupsanathan Gaudiyamat. I said, this was, so this, I said this was an old temple, Dharmshala. I knew we were building a temple here. So then this person, he was very happy. He said, you give me this seva of manifesting the deities here. I'll bring deities here for this temple. So then I told Maharaj in Mathura that one person, he sponsored the deities and then he's taken responsibility for Seva Puja. So then again Maharaj sent me to Calcutta. Then I saw in Calcutta this person he had a big house in a big showroom. He had a police guard there. And this uh, he had guards. So I was thinking how can I go there? So then anyhow, I told that person that I've come from Brindavan. That time in Kolkata, he had a seven, eight-storied building. He was a jeweler, big jeweler. Many used to work on him. Anyhow, I got this place. Then he became very happy on seeing me. He took me to the house, he took me to his shop, the showroom. Then I was thinking, just see how rich he is. His shop, his house. He said, come with me. And I said, you have these deities made. Then, when I went to Jaipur, Maharaj also went with me. 
Maharaj, you were staying in Jaipur by then. That I went to order the Vikras. We went to that same person who had made the deities for the Mathura temple, the Zaradavinod Bihari. That time Parangurudha himself went to Jaipur to make these deities. So then this person who was supposed to make the deities, he said, I'll make the deities, but you give me five rupees advance payment to get the marble for the deities and bring me five rupees also for my for making these deities. So give me ten rupees. Parangurudha so said, what to speak ten rupees? Here you take hundred rupees, but make nice deity. Make nice deities of Radha and Krishna. But he said, on one condition, you have to give me Harinam Diksha, then I can make these deities. Because I don't know who might come in my heart when I'm making these deities. Once some ghost may enter my heart and I may make a ghost deity. If you give me Radha Krishna Mantra, then make Radha Krishna deities. It's very intelligent. Eh? See, they're all the sculptures, they're all Brahmins. So Pangda said, alright. Then they say, he gave Mantra Diksha. And they say, he stayed in their home. Very poor man. He had four sons, they're all sculptures. So he said, when should I come? He said, you come after six months. And after six months, the deities were ready. They said, oh Guruji, 200 rupees was needed to make these deities. That time he said, 10 rupees, and I was asking 200 rupees. He said, anyhow Guruji, I don't want the money, you take the deities. He said, alright, you take this money, anyhow. Very beautiful deities. And then Brahmadeva gave him like this, 100 rupees extra more. Then he sent the deities to Mathura. So he went to the same person to make deities for Sanatana Gaudiman. So now he had already become very old. So he told his sons, now they have big showrooms there. So he said, make some deities for me, for my Vrindavan temple, Radha Krishna Murti. So he said, all right, we'll make. So then my Guru Maharaj, he said, you also make deities for a Kolkata temple. Also in Kuchbihar, Matabanga. We need deities also in Siliguri. So I said, all right. I said, how much will it take to make all these deities for different temples? So all right, 11,000 rupees. So then even that person from Kolkata, the rich person, he also came, the jeweler. He said, I'll have these deities made. I'll also have them, the Shringar Seva, the clothes for them. I'll do everything for one year. The two brothers, this Lakshminath and Vishwanath, they were these jewelers. So we'll sponsor one year of Seva. And then after some day, after some days, Gurudev, he was there in Jaipur. Every day he'd go to the Govindadev temple. He'd speak Harikatha there, he'd get Mahaprasad there. This Maharaj stayed there for some days in Jaipur. And then Vrindadevi herself came in a dream to Gurudev. He said, I won't let this temple be made because Vrindavan is mine. In Vrindavan, there's no deity of mine. In Vrindavan, no one is worshipping me. And you say, I want to make a temple. Then Gurudev said, All right, I'll make a deity of yours. Vrindadevi said, Okay, first make a deity of mine. Make a deity of me. Then Gurudev said, All right, but how can I know what your sarup is? Then Gurudev, he called that. This person again, he said, make a deity of Vrindadevi. He said, how do I know how Vrindadevi looks like? And then Maharaj, he, um, you see the sannyasis, they have a rule that 
We always chant this mantra of Vrinda Devi. Without Vrinda Devi Yogma is mantra. Sannyas will never be perfect. So Maharaj every day he would chant this mantra. So then he so then he said, My Guru Maharaj, he gave your father this mantra and this Radha Krishna Sarup manifested. So I also give you mantra and you also manifest this deity. But then Maharaj was thinking, How can I give them this mantra? This is Sanyasi mantra. We cannot give them this mantra. So now you have to give me this mantra. So then Maharaj said, also, Let me think. Then Maharaj was thinking, Param Gurudev gave this mantra to them. So then he gave them this mantra. Then he said, all right, Maharaj, now the Swarup has come within my eyes. You see, I manif- see this image which comes in my eyes. According to that image, I make the deity. So now this image has come in my eyes now. So I'll make the deity. After Gurudev gave him this mantra. Once there was an old lady, she used to make deities. And whenever she would make deities, everyone would come and buy the deities away from her. So no one could compete with her. Then they asked this lady, how do you make such nice deities? She said, in my, in my youth, I was very beautiful. I was very beautiful. So then what would I do? I would make deities according to my own form. Therefore the entire world becomes attracted to them. But now they say, you know, you've become so old, now your cheeks have gone inside, your face has become wrinkled. But still I remember my youthful form. According to the youthful form, I make deities. So one day they bought one big mirror and they told the lady, look into this mirror, just see how you become so old. And as soon as she saw how old she had become, she forgot her youthful form. And once she forgot her youthful form, she could no longer make deities of herself. So this way the deity, the sculpture, he says, this way by Bhagavan's mercy, when this image of Bhagavan is reflected in our hearts, then according to that image we make deities. Else we cannot make deities just based on our speculation. So now that they've given us the mantra, now we'll chant, we make these deities according to the Swarup. So in the first, the deity of Devi was made. And then Radharani's deity. So then I'd go there. So then I went there, but Devi was very, they made the deity of Devi. she was very thin. And she was only three feet, she was only three, four feet. It was such a big temple, such a nice singhasana, you made such a small deity of Devi. They said, don't say anything. According to that desire, they made the deity. So yesterday, day before when I was speaking in the morning, I, there was this instruction of Prabhupada that this Arachavatar is non different from Bhagavan himself. He appears in this way to accept the services of his devotees. They'll feed him, clothe him, they'll bathe him. This is the meaning of Arachavatar. This is the day before I was speaking about this Arachavatar. So then Gurudev told me, don't say anything to them. But I became very angry. See, I'd fight in front of Gurudev. I don't. I wouldn't fight with anyone else. I'd only fight with Gurudev. Every day, three or four times, I'd fight with him. Either he would lose. Sometimes he wouldn't even speak to me for six months. I'd massage him and give him put him oil. I'd cook for him, but still he wouldn't say say anything to me for six months. But in this way, I'd fight with him. And because of that, now I'm realizing the fruit. Now who is there for me to fight with? So then I said, this deity will not come inside the temple. I'll make another deity. This deity will come. I said, no. 
He's just fighting with Gurudev all day. So, and so I'd massage him in the night. Sometimes he'd be sleeping on the bed and I'd be sleeping underneath the bed. I'd just put a cloth underneath the bed and I'd be sleeping. Sometimes I'd put my chadar over him so that the mosquitoes would not bite him. Then Gurudev would say, the whole day I'd, I'd be working, so then I'd sleep underneath his bed. And, and Gurudev didn't know that I was sleeping underneath the bed. So then Gurudev, he saw the two girls came in front of him. They wore very nice dress, very effulgent ladies, and they sat on Gurudev's chair. And one lady sat on Gurudev's lap, and another lady was playing around him. And said so they were teasing each other, and one was pulling on his Maharaj Zutariya. Then I said, hey, young girls, where have you come from? Don't disturb the sannyasi. What are you doing? Go away from here. And the time, what did they do? They went and hid under Gurudev's chair. So where did these two girls come from? I've never seen them my entire life. I tried so much to chase them away, but they'd go hide somewhere. But still, Gurudev, he loved them so much. Then I... Then Gurudev, he called me in the morning, come here. Now has your mind been pacified? Now have you seen who came to you? Then I realized, oh. So I said, oh, you know Tantra Mantra? You know black magic? Because of knowing black magic, you've sent these ghosts to me. I would say directly in front of Gurudev. But you know, you know black magic now. That is where these two girls come from. So now I've understood, but I didn't say anything. So then I said, all right, now this is your desire. So then this jeweler in Calcutta, he came. And he said, this is already finished. And he said, how should I make the, cloth, the clothes? So then I saw in the night how these two girls dressed. Because I saw their clothes they were wearing. So I said, make such clothes for them, such and such. Because I previously, in previous night I had seen how they had been dressed. Then they said, where if these clothes cannot be had anywhere? And he said, no, I know you find these clothes. And anyhow, he got these clothes and made as it is. And when he came, I was so surprised. They had golden crown, golden necklaces, golden bangles. I never imagined that he'd give so many golden ornaments for Thakurji. Golden plate, golden glass. Just see how beautiful Thakurji Seva, Shingar was. A great festival was observed. Well, there was one uh, on the station before Allahabad. There, there was one person. He came to Mathura. He came to meet Gurudev. And he said, "We have an old temple. One of my ancestors, Takurji, he gave me a dream, and he said, you don't do any seva puja here. You give give to the sadhu." Give them the entire property. And you'll have to go bring Thakurji from there. Small Radha Krishna deities. So we took a car, we went to that place. There are all the villagers, they came. They said, Thakurji will not leave this place. How can he leave us? Such a nice temple. And everything, there's a golden dome. Thakurji cannot leave us. They said, this is our ancestors have made, Thakurji has given me a dream. 
I don't know Maharaj, but he'll go to the Svindavan temple. They won't listen. They start crying so much. They are weeping until evening. They said, we won't give the deities. He said, you take anything you, anything you want, but don't take Thakurji from here. And finally, when they lift, tried to lift Thakurji, even four people could not lift. Because Thakurji became very heavy. And then they also wanted to come to Vrindavan. Then they said, we, not, we cannot even carry them in our car. The car might break down. So then anyhow, they lifted Thakurji. And when Thakurji were bathed, then what happened? Why did Thakurji become so heavy? Because deity was made of gold, pure gold. Therefore they were so heavy. Then Guru said, where did these golden deities come from? I don't know what will happen. Then they had some land in Mathura, in Jaisangpura, 30-35 acres in the land of Thakurji. They said, even this land, Maharaj will give in your name. Maharaj said, no, I don't want anything. You take your deities away, you take this land away. I don't want. Because now they'll know these deities are made of gold, everyone will come now. They said, Guru said, I don't want your land, I don't want anything. He said, take some money. He said, no. And that jeweler, he had bought so much gold and ornaments also. So you see, one, once one is a sadhu, how can you look after golden deity, golden ornaments? Even though Thakurji is present. And as soon as Thakurji came, they made very nice, they made a very nice swing for Thakurji. So then Kripalu Maharaj, he, he took his entire family and he came to the temple there. But then we had... And when this uh, Kripalu came to see the swing, and then all the Acharyas from the seven temples came to see the swing, and Brindadevi came there, Rup Sanatan Gauriyamat, and they say everything was made so beautiful. No, before no one go to this temple, now everyone started coming all over and down to have darshan of the swing. And Radha Krishna seated on the swing, and since then this opulence started. Maharaj started giving so much in charity, so many things. Because in Mathura, everyone was very poor. Somehow we would collect some bhiksha, offer Thakurji, some boga. There, there was cracks on the roof, on the ceiling. When it would rain, the water would seep through. We had no money to even repair the temple. But when Thakurji came here to Vrindavan, then so much Ashwari started, this opulence. Someone would, someone would sell their cars, someone would sell their homes to finance the temple. So that a very beautiful temple was made. So therefore, this is Bhagwan's desire. Bhagwan's desire is bound to bear fruit. 